We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be going live and direct with guests. I have live looping, improvised music stuff and games prizes and more go to twitch.tv slash we speak english good and tune in also go to modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com check out the latest and greatest from this fully embroidered patches and apparel online store actually the latest one is my favorite which is a maga hat with blm spray painted graffitied over it you gotta go check it out it's amazing i put it up on my facebook these hats are selling like hot cakes go check it out for yourself modedstudios.com now on with the show Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Mr. Eddie Blunt, Shreddy Eddie. Uh, That's right, Shreddy Eddie is back on the show, and this time he's on the stream. This is the first time Eddie's been on the show now that it's on Twitch, and um, it's been awesome. I I was so happy to have him on. Eddie is a uh, guitarist, a singer, he's a reggae artist, he, he plays with me in a band called Skanks Roots Project, and um, I love him, he's my brother, so it was great to catch up and see what he was doing over this pandemic, and uh, we this took place I think like the day before Halloween, so um, we had like a whole costume thing, and he was wearing a panda head, it was, it was fun, you should have been there. Speaking of being there, you should definitely go and check out the Twitch stream, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. You're going to find content there that you're never, ever going to find on this podcast feed. So please go over to twitch.tv slash we speak English good and smash that follow button and check it out. I'd love to have you over and you guys can check out, uh, you guys can be a part of the conversation. Isn't that what you want to be a part of the conversation? Uh, you can also check out RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and go check out her Twitch stream. She has a new single out called Stew, and uh, she's uh, doing big things. Uh, definitely check out her twitch.tv slash RainaMystique, and uh, go check out her scheduled streams Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Saturdays whenever she feels like it. So... There you go. Uh, you can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, d- Discord, Snapchat. I mean, we're everywhere. I don't manage all of them all the time. Mostly Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and Discord. Lots of Discord stuff. I'm trying. I'm trying. I still don't actually, actually get it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an adult learner. That's what I am. Anyways, go like us on Facebook and all those stuff. You can subscribe to us on Apple iTunes. You can subscribe on, uh, what do you call it? The, 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 oh my God, Spotify. There you go. You can, you can, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on Twitch. All those good time fun things. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by the TV and everything that's going on around me right now. But that's okay. I asked for it. So, 
Okay, and then finally, this is the important one. Go and leave us a review. It helps us to be found in algorithms of the podcast world. So that is very helpful as well. So without any further ado, oh wait, I gotta I gotta plug this. Sunday, this Sunday, December 13th, we have JT and the Conspiracy back on the stream. We're doing a live music stream. We're playing Grateful Dead songs. We're playing Al Green, Steve Wonder, all the good stuff. So please come on through and request your favorite songs. It starts December 13th, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with JT and the Conspiracy back on the Twitch stream. So twitch.tv slash we speak English good. <clears throat> also, today, if you're listening to this on Friday, um, December 12th or 11th, excuse me, uh, today we have Gail Hakes West, who is a music streamer on the show. So please stop through the stream and say hi. And uh, that's live. So, okay, now without any other <laughs> any other interruptions, let's get on over to our old friend and pal, Eddie Blunt. Shreddy Eddie, fight the power, panda power, baby. You know what? <laughs> you know what, Eddie? Let me let me readjust you for a second here. My actual face. That's Eddie. Everybody, give him give him love. We love him. We love him Hello, very America much. And beyond. Uh, but anyways, uh, Eddie is uh, Eddie is joining. What, are you still in Vegas? Yes, sir. I'm in Henderson, Nevada. Hey, give it up. <laughs> So Eddie, so just a little background on Eddie. Eddie is a uh, my, like a friend of mine, but we're also in a band together, and it's called Skanks Roots Project, which I'm pretty sure still exists. It's just uh, we're a little on hiatus because of well, uh, COVID. So we we were supposed to have a yeah, I know, thumbs down for Ooh, sure. <laughs> well, we were supposed to have a um, we were supposed to have a tour this this last summer but it totally got screwed so tell me eddie since we haven't really talked a whole lot over this time i mean we've sent some texts and stuff and some instagram stuff but uh, what the hell have you been doing for for uh since uh this whole shit show started uh well i just i've been working so working from home which is a blessing during a pandemic anyone who's still working is, is lucky and blessed so uh, make sure you give some gratitude if you got some pay coming in. But uh, yeah, for the most part, hold on a sec. Uh, just, <laughs> it's like wearing a mask. You can take that off, dude, if you want to. It's like, because uh, all I see is you sitting there sweating inside of it and then breathing in your own breath. And it's just, I, I don't want to do that to you. So, so like the nicest time of year, I'm a Marvel shirt. Dude. <laughs> I got my, nice. uh, I got my Game of Thrones, baby. Oh, that's what's up, dude. Nice. Winter, winter is here, bitches. Which, not for you, of course, but for me it is. It's fucking yeah. cold as balls I mean, over here. Right? Winter here, that's what's different about Vegas versus uh, San Diego. But uh, like, right what, now, it's like the nicest time of year. It's like perfect out right now. It's beautiful. So. Yeah, I bet. Well, summer is just fucking unbearable. Hey, Reyna. Oh, shit. Hadouken is in. <laughs> Sorry, there's a Hadouken. I forgot I to even tell you guys about that. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> By the way, Eddie, there might be a lot of interruptions. <laughs> oh no, I'm all with you, man. This is this is fun, dude. This is the most fun I've had since the damn pandemic started. I think already, man. So well, it's 
Yeah. It's been it's been such a weird time, man. And, and and I know you're about to talk to us about what you're doing. So please, you were working. So you've been just working this whole time. Were, were you in an office before the pandemic? Yeah, I was just grinding in the office nine to five so I could do the music on the weekends and at night and everything. And then right. just getting getting a chance to tour and go around with the SRP. And if High Tide's doing anything, we rock a lot of stuff in San Diego. So that was going good. And then uh, my wife wanted to move out to vegas because she got a nice job out here so i was like hey you hey, know why not it's cool. nice jobs and it's so, cheaper as well right it's is it a lot yeah, cheaper yeah and then you know losing my music income to this pandemic definitely affected everything so it's been a blessing to you know still have something going on even though we've been pretty quiet on the music scene i mean we've been trying to get in and record and jam as much as we can but obviously we're far apart geographically yeah. but you're like in ohio and <laughs> san diego i'm over here in nevada so right. it's almost like uh like a we could do something where we right we can do remote remote stuff but it's so hard for us to do remote stuff i think i, I just feel like we do much better when we're on each other's ass in the room because <laughs> yeah because we tend to just do whatever we want <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck I mean, around we, we dub we dub <laughs> we dub we dub baby we dub but 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 i mean like not to say that uh, that if you came to an SRP show, you'd be disappointed because the, the thing yeah. is, is that the fucking band is stacked with fucking shredders. So it's really hard for us to do like a bad show because we have such a, an amazing lineup of musicians that, I mean, the yeah. first the first show might be on the tour might be a little wonky, <laughs> <laughs> but that's basically yeah, our... Gotta gotta get into it a little, but yeah. Once we were on the road for like five days in a row, we would mm -hmm. just have the sickest dub sessions. That was like my favorite part when we would just start going yeah. in. The when we lock in, yeah, and and when yeah. we were really really hitting it, yeah, me too. Uh -oh. man. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Of, I mean, it's a really fun band to play with, dude. That's one thing that always kept me going with you guys in SRP. And you know, shout out to Danny and Skanky and Murray and everybody else, Junior and Israel and everybody's helped us, Sam. Sam. Like everybody's such a team like of friends and stuff so it's it's, it's been a blast and uh you know hopefully we'll, we got some new music working so maybe once this pandemic's over you'll see something new from srp and maybe we'll be able to tour without face masks but uh, <laughs> uh yeah i miss it but you know everything's been going smooth uh i did want to take a moment in this podcast to mention uh you know recipes carlos culture carlos from culture, the right man yeah yeah, if you can, get on his fundraiser. Uh, Chris Warner, who jams guitar with me a lot in bands, uh, he put together a, a GoFundMe, and it's super, super close. Mm -hmm. So if you know Carlos or you just want to donate to a good cause, look for that Carlos Culture fund, GoFundMe because he passed away, and it was very tragic for, the, for his family, obviously, and for everyone who knew him and loved him. I mean, they, he was the best. In San Diego, you, you didn't play reggae without knowing who he was. And you'd hear him on the radio every week. He was just so talented, and, and he just loved reggae, man. He was he was the best. He was. Him he and was. Dredd really put that scene to something special, you know? And so I just wanted to take a second, send a blessing, and also mention his GoFundMe. And obviously, if you don't know Carlos and you got something you could GoFundMe, donate. It's worth the time. It feels good. You can help somebody out, you know what I'm saying? Just to just put out some positive vibes because I'm not here to promote anything right now. Yeah. musically i'm here to promote positive vibes bro positive i think we vibes. need that i think we need that yes. in this weird weird fucking time we're in um no. uh, just a little bit more on carlos uh, his reach which was very i didn't realize how big his reach really was 
And and mm-hmm. just by talking to people in the community, um, I got to talk to actually that's the latest episode. The latest podcast is with um, <clears throat> this uh, reggae MC DJ out of Miami. Uh, his name is Lance O, and he does a lot of um, like he's been flown out to Cal Roots to do MC work. He's been flown to like just di- he's been flown all around the country to do these festivals because he's that renowned of an MC from out of South Florida. And um, and he knew Carlos, and in fact, him and Carlos were on a podcast together the week before Carlos died, and. And it, which was crazy. I was just like, holy shit. And so this is South Florida. Um, I talked to this guy up in the Bay Area. This, this, uh, uh, he's a DJ. And his name is Jasser. And he spins vinyl reggae. He's on, uh, he's on Twitch. He's fucking awesome. I hang out on his chat all the time. Oh, dude. He knew who Carlos Culture was. Like, every, anybody who's in, I think, the American reggae scene, uh, like, really in it, I think has known or at least known, you know, heard of carlos culture so like he has made i I just was so it was so incredible to see the spread that in the reach that he had um you know and and the thing about that lance dude is that he had he's had like a 20-year history with him they used to do uh he knew him from uh i think he said ohio because he went to ohio state carlos graduated from ohio state so i I, you know it's it's just really incredible like how one person who did this seemingly one show right like this one wednesday night in 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 ocean beach in san diego and 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 still have this incredible reach this 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 beautiful reach and uh you know you know bless bless up did did more than just that but that was really oh yeah of course of course of course but but all the bands came through there all the good reggae bands you could go to winston's every wednesday and no you know right and it's such a shame that when the pandemic does end he's not going to be there to support that scene anymore so we really need other folks who are you know that feel the vibes and someone like carlos obviously you know you can get out there and just start promoting and do and you don't have to be a musician man that you know it's all about like people who are in those other supporting roles of of just yes. getting the scene going yes. and, and hopefully you know uh we can have someone that kind of steps up and, or maybe multiple people. Cause it's going to take a lot of people to fill Carlos's shoes, man. I'm not going to lie. A big shoes, I no, I, and he I, was working up until the, till the moment that he, he left this world because he was, he was, uh, from what I understand, he was, uh, out late with Pato Bantan doing a, a, some kind of event, even though the pandemic was going on, he was able to get music out there. And, uh, and then that night he passed away in his sleep. So, you know, rest in peace, and yes, you know, rest in peace for uh, sure. I, I thought you were, I, related to COVID, from what I understand, because I know oh, people really? were kind of googling that probably, mm-hmm. and it's not COVID, man. Yeah. It, it was like a heart attack or something like that. Yeah, it so. was just a, a fr- like a freak thing. His body just was it. I'm, I always say God wants his angels sometimes, man, and, and he pulls them back up, and that's what he does. It's, yeah, man, so, for sure. I, I did want to support the family, so yeah, man. I'm glad we got to talk about this because I really, I realized it. Like we got to talk about Carlos. Oh, of course, man. And I've been bringing him up with anybody who, who I know, like at least has because because he does deserve and he to be honored beyond just just what he did for a scene. I mean, he was just like an incredible human being. Like we weren't like homies, like best friends. I wasn't like texting him how he was, but like every time I'd see him, it was like. 
Mikey P. He's like, yo, man, I, we, I speak English good too. And I just, you know, like he just had that beautiful vibrancy. Awesome. And, um, and, and he was just like a very friendly face in the crowd who I could just go and talk to. And you could talk to him about anything. And he's just a, he was a beautiful soul, man. And, and really, no th- doubt about it. I thought you brought a good point up there about how he he he's a DJ, uh, but he wasn't necessarily what you would call like a traditional musician. He's not like guitar, and he might you know. I hope I'm not speaking out of term. He might be playing, and, but um, you know he he was. You're right. Like there are people outside of just being a musician that are so crucial to any scene. Besides the fans who come, you know, there's people putting the promoters and but yeah. Yeah, man. So, so yeah, the, he he provided more than just um, you know just him giving music of himself. It was like really he gave himself to a scene and built something beautiful. And like you said, every, anybody who was touring the West Coast, a Wednesday night or or Winston's, a, a Carlos night is, was a, a must. Hey, the human race, what's up, baby? Made it. Gonna be doing yoga though, so might not type as much. I'll be here too. I love y'all. Oh, thank you. Hate the human race. Enjoy your yoga. Enjoy your sweat. I was doing yoga this morning because I think I fucked my back up somehow. So I was like stretching and shit. So doing some cacaos, some cat cows, cacaos. I was doing some chocolate. <laughs> That's my yoga is cacao chocolate. Um, anyways, so so you've been just working this whole time. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> I want to do some gigs. I want to no, get no, out there no. and play. I, I, no, no, no. I'm just curious. On no, no. I, I, I get it. I'm just saying. What? Oh, but I did want to shout out some of the musicians that are working hard during the pandemic. I gotta say, like uh, Cincy Trails and Kyle Smith. A lot of those guys. I know. Uh, you know, even the big, the big dogs. They're doing these drive-in concerts mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So pretty cool to see. Like especially the smaller bands really working hard uh, and still getting their music out there. So proper to those cats. Oh, doing yeah. that yeah i know you know we haven't managed to do much we, everything we've been trying to book has been canceled so <laughs> these folks are uh talented and go check out their music Kyle Smith and sensi trails especially those guys are up and coming man oh yeah and, and i i have to give a shout out to like glow stick willie if anybody's familiar with glow stick they're streamers too um out here in ohio is uh there's like a the hippie scene so like if you think about like the socal reggae scene think about that but shift it to the hippie scene right so like it's it's a very together unit you know it's a very supportive it's very supported and um they they were doing fucking renegade small fest in the middle of ohio just like throwing up a stage fucking taking temperatures everybody has to wear a mask let's fucking rage it and That's tough. well, I, I think that is awesome. And, and you know, at the at the beginning of the um, at the pandemic, there was really that that thought of doing that was just so outrageous and, and so insane to me. And I got to talk to Glowstick, who does this uh, festival every year called uh, uh, Willie Fest or something. And it's held out in Indiana, which, by the way, this is the Midwest. No one gives a fuck here. <laughs> We are just if if we didn't if they weren't mandating masks, we would definitely not be wearing them. Not me. I'm just saying I live in a very different part of the country. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, no, they they're giving zero fucks. Uh, But um, they did do the they were they were cautious and they did the precautions. uh, And 
I just love that the fortitude and and like I was saying at the beginning of this, I was just thinking when I was talking to uh, Glowstick Willie, you know, I was asking him and I, I ended up asking him like every once a month. And I was just like, hey, guys, for the record, are you guys doing Willie Town? Is Willie Town happening? And eventually they just stopped responding because they didn't know. And so when I was talking to him, I was just thinking like, oh, my God, how are you even going to do this where it's safe? You know, like, how are you going to do this where it's safe? And, you know, as the pandemic sort of panned out, it seems like people can do things pretty safely. But I don't know, you know, like, it's very weird. And and I don't see a bunch of, like, drugged up fucking drunk ass hippies out in the middle of a cornfield in fucking middle of nowhere, Ohio, really being that cautious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so big ups, big ups if they were able to do it safely and, you know, uh, the Midwest right now is a hot spot anyway. It's like going through the roof. The COVID cases here are actually, it's actually getting to the, getting to a boiling over point. And I, I don't blame them, of course, but, you know, no. I, I, I do, I do, I, I, am, I do have to give a little bit of love because like, wow, you went out and did this in a pandemic. Now, did you spread the disease? Did you kill people? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not, but I, I don't know. Do you, do you have to ask ourselves? <laughs> well, do we? Well, but here's the thing: do we do we continue to stay locked down, or do we do we get out there and start living our lives again before we lose our houses, our businesses, and everything else? I mean, what do you think, Eddie? What do do we stay hiding in our house, or we get out there and do it? This is where you need good leadership. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I guess it's worldwide, dude. It's a pandemic, man. I mean. Uh, it's sort of unprecedented in our times. I know there was a huge pandemic in 1918 with the uh, swine flu. It was more devastating to the American troops than the war was at that time, World War I. So, I mean, this stuff has happened in human history. Um, Now we have all this crazy science and, you know, nanotechnology to try to fight this stuff. And we still aren't really doing much to uh, save people as far as people who are at risk. So I think doing these precautionary steps is worth it you know mm-hmm. uh wearing a mask it's i know a lot of people get really upset and, and they politicize the hell out of it uh mm-hmm. but i mean it's really not that inconvenient for me to wear a mask it's kind of fun you know i roll around with this one a lot <laughs> uh, i couldn't remember wearing this in public but uh <laughs> well it, it just yeah. it turned it's everybody a into gangsters <laughs> it, like everybody looked like they're robbing banks. Like I remember in the first days of the pandemic, we would go uh, with a mask. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in those first days of the pandemic, you're walking into a bank like this don't feel right, man. Like we'd walk into yeah. like a um we would walk into a dispensary with our mask on, like, oh, this don't feel right. Like I feel like someone's gonna shoot me. <laughs> Set up those metal detectors out there in certain neighborhoods, man. Well, <laughs> especially the places we were going. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, dude, it, it's a. Uh, so, so do you think then, um, you know, given what we know now compared to what we know then, do you think that, I mean, besides the mass, do you think that we should be locked down? Do you think we should stay inside and still not get out there and still keep our businesses shut down? That's a good question, man. I mean, I don't like the idea of like just handing all the business over to Walmart and Amazon, dude. I really don't. You're so, right. Uh, hey, what's up, Deadside? Thank you so much. Like, no worries, no worries. 
Bezos is just banking. That's all I'm saying. You know Dude, what I mean? Bezos, fucking Bezos. Like, what did they do? They doubled it, right? Like, they doubled or their 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 worth. Like, there were so many people who doubled their yeah. worth. Um, I mean, I, some of that has to fuel some of these conspiracies about it all. You know, these people are getting mega mega rich, and you're always gonna follow the money in those kind of realms. You know, and it's it's a little questionable, I guess, but. When you see the numbers of people dying in this, these first, or uh, I mean, I want to say first frontline uh, health workers, mm. and they're they know and they're talking about it. It's like you know, I've learned in this whole thing, especially with the protests and stuff like that, is really people sometimes just need to listen and listen to what people are saying, and not so much have an opinion about what's going on. Just sit and listen and and take it in and then process it. Come back later when you've had enough time to really develop your thoughts, maybe done some research, then we can talk about it. But when people are given their heartfelt, you know, spiel, when, I mean, I don't even want to call it spiel. It's a heartfelt uh, testimony, mm-hmm. you know, it's like we got to listen to that stuff, man. Yeah. So pretty wild out there. I mean, obviously with this election stuff, it's, it's obviously like a micro uh, microscope right on it. Mm. Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. And me, I mean, the world's so much bigger than Dems and Republicans, man. Yeah. Like, there's a whole world out there of joy. Like, if we just, politics is not joyful, you know? Like, it's we can not, but it's certainly can, interesting. We can talk about it. We can be a part of it. If you're involved in it, then more power to you because people need to be involved, obviously. Yeah. But at the same time, don't let it like bring you down, man. If it's getting depressing, like, just, just throw your mail in ballot and then just say, see ya, let me go to get a beer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chill idea, no, it, it's true. I, I think that's great advice because people, people are so wow. reactionary these days. Uh, yeah. Eddie's on the ball. I agree. Just listen, come back later. Dead side agrees with you. Definitely Eddie. Uh, but yeah. because we're so reactionary and we, and instead of listening, we just want to throw our opinion out. And when someone doesn't agree, it, it escalates that it just escalates to the, it, I mean, it's literally just escalating the violence. Like now, disagreements are escalating to violence. People can't wear yeah. MAGA hats without getting shot in the face. People can't protest about racism without getting ran over by cars. It's like things have gotten so extreme, and and I think a lot has to do with what you say is like no one's listening. They're only throwing shit at at, at yeah. people's faces. <laughs> here, here, here's my feces. Eat it and accept it, or else a fucking you're you're evil and you should be canceled, or or you should be jailed, or you know whatever yeah. it is. And, yeah, this cancel culture or these people saying they're gonna like you know take the government over, whatever the fuck they're talking about. Like, come on, bro. Well, <laughs> you know, I I get twenty minutes. I mean, we gotta just like live our lives to the fullest, man, uh, and take that enlightened sort of step back like oh man when the more you get into those lower vibrations with this politics and you know uh tribalism and everything it's it's so much easier just for us to go back to being a family of human you know humanity humans humans right you went no anyways he's like all right i gotta get out of here. don't forget to vote <laughs>
Tell if you're in the USA. If you're not in the USA, obviously you're probably just laughing at all this stuff. Okay, you know it's what? Crazy. There's a few US. There's someone from Denmark in here, and I don't know where Wild is. Wild and Sober's from, but it, they're in here as well. So, <laughs> puts down the pitchfork and tells his angry mob to love pandas and vote. Oh, thank you, Deadside. I appreciate that. <laughs> he was ready. He was ready to come for you. No, I don't think that's the case. But uh, <laughs> no, the it, this idea like. It's really interesting how much people are are shutting each other down, and it's not just the left, and it's not just the right. It's both sides who are both uh, egregiously making shit up. Like people on both sides are lying. Like like it, publications from from fucking uh, from the newspapers to the to to the president to fucking the 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 president can the. It, Biden, like everybody's <laughs> full of fucking shit, and so we're yeah. getting at this point where we're like walking up this. We're trying to march up a mountain with the loosest ground, and, and like we have nowhere to stand. Like there's nowhere to understand. And at this point, it's whoever is raising the most shit gets the gets the trophy of truth, and 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 that's not the case. It's like it's. It's like you you gotta hate Trump for everything he does, even if it's good. You gotta you know what I mean? Like you gotta. It, it doesn't make sense yeah. to me. And and look, I'm not supporting Trump, and I'm not trying to big up the dude. But like, the, you can't just sit here and say that everything he's done has been has been awful. You know, like there's been there's been crucial points that good things and. But but his big ass mouth fucking overshadows it, and 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 rightfully yeah. so. Fuck him. Get out. Get out of here. Who, no. no we this, gotta listen. He, he just. <laughs> ugh, no. Fuck him. But still, it's. <laughs> but that's the mentality, right? Like that's what we fall back on. Is like you know what? Fuck him. Just get him out of here. And and even I just now is just like when you think about like the stupid shit he says and the, and and the mismanagement of what we're what we're in right now like what what was it in two weeks we'll be able to go out it's gonna be gone everybody's gonna be great the economy's gonna come back like and then two weeks go by two more weeks two more weeks folks two more and then and i remember we were making plans we were what we were pushing stuff back there's like people were rescheduling and everybody's on this like yeah round in the corner folks here we go and no, it never, you know, it never happened. Obviously, we're still right at the same fucking place we we started. We know a little bit more about the disease, thankfully, but we still have a raise, rising cases here. Like there are hospitals in fucking uh, in Wisconsin right now who are starting to reach capacity, and so there is there is this harsh reality. Is like, well, we're in the middle of real shit here, but. We also have everybody trying to gain some kind of political power and, and, and on each side from everywhere. Everybody's doing a power grab right now, including fucking Amazon, including Facebook, including Twitter. Everybody's doing a. And by the way, how are we get in our moral fucking compass from companies that use slave labor to get us our fucking phones? How is that our moral compass? How are we relying on big tech to, to tell us what's right and wrong and what we should post and what we shouldn't? Fuck you. You fucking use slave labor so we can have cheap phones. Now, I love my cheap phone. I do. But should we be listening to Amazon.com or Apple? Who who are just yeah. the worst of the worst of human of human human violation human right violations of 
it's it's fucking disgusting. It's it's disgusting that these people who whose only interests are to keep making as much money as possible at any cost, and whether that means there's fucking children dying in China to make it, I I don't think that they're a, they qualify as a moral compass. So it's no. it's it's very interesting that that we've sort yeah. of ended up in this place that that where where these rich elites are sort of telling everybody how they should feel and how black people should feel and how Mexicans should feel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a very interesting situation that we find ourselves in and we're putting our trust in these twats and, 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 and you know, because what they threw some black people on some shows, you know, like, you know, Amazon had, you know, black history month and shit. It's like, fuck you, Amazon. Like, if you really wanted to help black people, you'd go to fucking Flint and you'd fix the water problem. You know what I mean? Like, that. I agree. Okay. I think it's great we have more representation in the world. I'm not trying to say that. But they're using that shit against us to maintain power. And that is what I'm calling bullshit on. So, I don't know. Yeah, that well, was a long one. Sorry, man. <laughs> Just yelled no, at you. No, man. Dude, John, man, I mean, you're obviously independent, like, not in a party, you know? And that's how I am too. I consider myself somewhat of an independent, sort of in the middle on a lot of things, you know? And so it's hard time to be an independent because you get sucked into these groups wanting you to. Right. And and if you don't agree with them and now you're, you're an enemy on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's true, man. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sort of a Bernie guy. uh, So like I ended up registering Democrat and now I'm, you know, I got my address publicly known that I'm a Democrat. So I'm about to have my wife register Republican. So it's kind of offset any hatred. <laughs> yeah. Because hey, somebody hates you, you know, it's like yeah. insane. So, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, I had no idea they were going to put that as public information when I moved to Nevada. So next next time I cycle, I'm going to be back to an independent man. I'm, I'm not doing this stuff. Yeah, but, I, I, you know, it's and it's uh, so hard because I don't want to not vote. And I'm in Ohio, which is a very important state to not. And I'm not going to not vote, by the way. That's not an option for me. But I'm still sort of like, like I know I don't want to vote for Trump. But like if I know if I vote for some, what, Jurgensen or whatever fucking jerk offsin, Like I don't know. I don't even know what they represent. It's yeah, it's more I of a do, protest vote. As I've always been an independent, like in the last two elections, I voted third party. I was in California, yeah. so I knew the Democrats would take those votes as electoral votes. Exactly. So a lot of people may not understand. Nevada's how a swing the, state, too. A lot of Americans don't necessarily understand right. how the system works. Right. So I, I feel like if your state's a lock, just vote third party if you, if you don't like these folks. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's already locked in on a lot of the states we right. know. You know, it's it's crazy that it's like that, but that just seems to be the patterns. It's these, you know, it depends on the population, what they're doing there, you know, and it's it's all studied so like dramatically that these people can run these campaigns in a way like we saw Trump. I remember the last time I was actually on your show was right before Trump was elected. And mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way to get elected, bro. But I didn't realize how much people really did not like Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And so <laughs> they really you know, hated it. Right now, if she would have got elected, it's kind of a funny turn in history, you know, because no one expected Trump necessarily to win, or at least a lot of people didn't, you know. 
No, uh, no, I, you expected I, to win, to be no, none of us, none of us. And, and I remember talking to Offbeat because Offbeat was the whole time. He's like, I think he's gonna win, and you know, Offbeat's a supporter, yeah. which Offbeat will be on Monday for our election show. So if anybody's interested, I love the guy though. I love Offbeat <laughs> because he doesn't think the way I do, because he thinks so, he thinks very differently, That's, and and yes, it, it, things to have, man. You yes, gotta talk about exactly, and and he's my friends. Yeah, he he's my friend, so I know that we can go places that that might be uncomfortable for us both. But like at the end of the day, we're gonna just fucking smoke a joint and fucking hang out and listen to music, you know? Like it's whatever. But it's still it's still a bit. <laughs> you hate the human race is excited. Woo woo. Yeah, we'll give we'll give a air horn for offbeat. Um, <laughs> but he. Um, <laughs> Drop the bike. Drop the bomb. I was trying to find that sample, the drop the bomb sample, but I couldn't. Oh, dead side. Thank you so much for the host, sir. I appreciate it. You're 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 a gentleman and a scholar. Um, yeah, Offbeat is he he's a he's a great yin to my yang, and and um, just because he he kind of had the foresight to see it, and and what the what's interesting is is when you go back when I go back and listen to some of these conversations after I left San Diego or, or during his presidency. How I'm like going hard on Trump because I mean just from the you know from the start from since he started gaining in the election I mean I was going hard on him I was making fun of Offbeat I was kind of a piece of shit in front of his son because he was gonna vote for him and then as as his presidency came you know kind of flourished and all this Russia Gate shit started happening and I'm like see he's fucking surrounded by crooks he's in bed with fucking the Russians all this shit and he's like no bro you're wrong like you should read you should read. I have some literature I think you should read, <laughs> you know, like, and, 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 and I, yeah, exactly. But that's how I thought about it. And, and I've been talking about it because I, I've made myself look like it. I've been an asshole to people for, for only, you know, doing research and wanting to, um, what big follows.com. What the fuck is this? Mod, can we, can we get this? turd ball out of here x who the fuck are you why are you dropping shit in my shit right now bounce ravenclaw uh mods can i get a little help i don't know how to delete this thing it, it, it bothers me that it's there but anyways um yeah it, it's uh it's I was so rude to Obby. I was so rude about it. And, and once sort of the, what was interesting about this pandemic is it showed the cra the, the cracks of the bullshit that we, you know, that we've been fed for years. And one yeah. of those bullshit things is that, uh, the publications that we might think we trust are also full of shit liars who have an agenda. Who 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 said that it's the media's job to fucking to to make opinions? Facts. Yeah, who tell me the fucking facts? Don't tell me why I should be or why he's a piece of shit. And that's what sucks about this whole thing is like the roots of the media has always been of sort of a propagandist approach to mm. uh, sharing information. I mean, unless right. it was fiction or trying to you know put out poetry or something but when it comes to non-fictional editorials it's always been there to sway i mean that's why we had prohibition in the 1920s and 30s and all that you know the uh all those even the suffrage movement was you know pushed a lot by the press mm -hmm. so uh there's good and bad to it you know it's a, it's a tool like anything else it's mm -hmm. used for what it's used for um 
And, you know, the internet is even crazier because there's just, there's no like editorial board. You can just be like, there's reptilians under my house and, yeah. you know, they make it and people will share it and people will read it. Yes. And uh, I remember I was working for a little, uh, you know, a little rag out in uh, North or East County, San Diego. And uh, I joked with this lady one time who was a pretty serious writer. I was like, oh, I'm just going to make, you know, make up conspiracies and publish them on the internet. And she was just like, looked at me like, you piece of trash. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was really joking. I, I, when I was writing stuff, I was just kind of, you know, putting out information that I would find and not really editorializing on it, just giving the information. And obviously right. most of that information related to drinking beer in San Diego at breweries anyways. So <laughs> yeah. I wasn't getting too deep in trouble zones, you know, right, but, right. uh, but yeah, man, I mean, the, the media is controlled. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And then there's an uncontrollable media as well. And social media is somewhere in the middle. And so it's kind of wild. Like what, what's out there, a lot of it is just out of left field. And, and obviously like you look through headlines, especially as an independent, you're seeing, okay, CNN, Trump is garbage. Fox news. Trump is the best president since sliced bread, you know? And it's like, Come on, man. Like we're somewhere in the middle always, dude. Right. And it's, the guy's never that great. And the guy's never that bad. It's just, let's just be honest with ourselves and just talk about the issues for God's sakes. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's really tough with Trump on Twitter. Like in his loud, he's really loud at his rallies and he's a tough guy to support for me. I mean, I don't support the guy at all actually, right. but oh, yeah, <laughs> I no, never we have. Well, I, but I, I support some he of the earned my vote. He yeah. could have, he had a chance and then he's kept talking. Well, I, I, like, I no. think I think if he went and like like Raina made a great great point. She's like, if the one of these candidates would just take like two weeks of campaign money and not just like all the campaign money, but just the money that they use for the social media, which was like what ten million dollars a week or some crazy number, and if they just just took that for a couple weeks and went and, and fucking fixed the problem in Flint. They the water problem. They would win. They would win. Just fucking someone do something that's with substance. Do something with some kind of substance that that's not just avoiding questions and fucking you know like making up lies. It's like show show your worth, bitch. Like what are you doing? Like what are you doing, (laughs) Joe Biden? Joe Biden fucking decimated the area I'm from. He does not single handedly, of course, but part of his policy has led to the 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 descent of the Midwest, especially Detroit and and my city, Toledo. Uh, You know, we took a fucking huge hit when NAFTA went into went into play. Flint, Flint, Michigan, when it took a fucking huge hit. And then this yeah. 2008 thing that happened, the financial crisis pushed everybody's wages even further down. People lost pensions and shit. So what, what now? What, what are we going to do now? And this is fucking coming from a Democrat. The, the, the dude who's supposed to be the, the, uh, the anti-Trump is responsible in part by fucking destroying the lives of millions and fucking and, and we're supposed to just ignore that and, and say, hey, can we have some more? Yeah, but see, he's in that Hillary boat right now. Or actually, he's not Trump, so he might get elected just for that. <laughs> he might get elected because so, he's not Trump. He could barely I, fucking say a sentence, but he's <laughs> not. But neither could Trump. But old man, they're really old. To my wife, speaking of your wife, my wife mentions stuff like this all the time. She's like, dude, I would not, you know, nothing against older folks. Some are very talented, but she's like, most folks that are that age, you're not going to hire them at your job. Oh, so no, why are we hiring them to be the president and right. cut, calling shots? He doesn't know These how people to. Are, 
sort of outmoded a little bit in, right. in a lot of people's opinions, you know? It's like, I'm not uh, convinced that that motherfucker knows how to send an email. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am not convinced. <laughs> like, we know Trump knows how to tweet. That's for damn sure. We know, you know, the, we do know <laughs> Donald Trump. Hypocrisy reigns. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, uh, I do like Kamala Harris. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <sighs> she was the attorney general in California. And I know a lot of people don't like her on her record on, uh, you know, locking people up, but that's what the attorney or lying general about it or, or keeping people in prison after they were supposed to be released or, or, or being a, a being an well, opportunist who fucking who, who, who fucked her way to the top. Sorry, that's rude. Um, she's very talented. She's a very, <laughs> that she's stuff, a see. very talented politician. Things, really, I mean, what do I really know? What do we, uh, what really do we, no, what do we know? What do we know? But fuck her, <laughs> <laughs> for real, because because they, they because it, it was burning, man. It, exactly, but but it's very obvious that this is these are people who will bend to whatever will to to do whatever it takes to get the fucking power that they desire, and and, and they'll walk on people, they'll let people rot in prison, they'll fucking let people die, they'll bomb brown people till fucking to, to kingdom come. They don't give a fuck. So why should I give a fuck about this bitch? Why? Uh, she's she's fucking rude, man. It, like it's rude. It's rude that they fucking are doing this to us. And the fact that they're they're just rubbing it in our face. Oh, she's a black woman. And it's like, yeah, I appreciate that. And, you know, inclusion is great, but she is not qualified. And she's a fucking crook. She's she's her. I think it's her father's from India and her mother's black woman. Or uh, mo- her father's from Jamaica and her mother's from India. Thank you. Yeah, see, I don't really know my stuff that well. Oh. I'm just like, eh, it's not Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's not well, I and 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 that's almost where I'm at. That's it's a, valid, dude. It's valid. It's it's I'm crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but he fucking biffed this whole fucking thing. He ruined my career as a musician. <laughs> it's all Trump's fault. Blame <laughs> Donald Trump for me not rocking any shows in the last six months. Um, but, uh, yeah, Obama uh, was a crook too, and, and no, and, and it's not because she's a woman, and, and I don't want anybody thinking that I, I don't like her because she's a woman. I that's would like not to it. More but, women up in those upper offices, to be honest, because yeah, I, I think that's wonderful. I think more black women or more women in general. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. We need a female perspective, right? Like the best for the job. Yes, what they're actually gonna have to do besides play golf, <laughs> you know. Right. You could get Tiger Woods in the presidency, bro. He'd crush it at golf every freaking day like Trump. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I, I think we're a little off topic here. Uh, no, I have some other notes to talk what? about. Let's talk about UFOs, bro. Because that thing, I think that with this pandemic shit, I've had nothing to do. I've just been watching all this crazy alien stuff. And I think it's it's really fun. So Well, well, I mean, what's interesting is all those people who, um, who well, the CIA is actually, the, the Pentagon is recognizing that there are UFOs, that they are yes. like, these are, uh, we don't know what these are. Uh, UAEs or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever they're calling it now is like, what's happening here? Oh, just lots, lots of, lots of stuff is happening here. Um, wait, yes. I want to address this before we move on, Dead Side Blues. So was Obama... Not a woman, but a crook. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he was just a regular politician who probably had good intentions, but like his policy does not reflect his good intentions. So, but he's a great speaker and orator. And, and no I doubt. thought it was wonderful that he gave America respect again to the world. But uh, when you look at what he did and what he was able to do in his time in office, it's not, 
that impressive. But um, I mean, especially when in regards to like bombing people, like the the whole drone thing and taking away yeah. some crucial rights, you know, um, the, a lot went down under his administration that I don't agree yeah. with. Hillary was big part of that man with the she was secretary of state yeah of course oh it's not obama and and that's the thing it's not just one person's fault you know it's not just one dude's fault it's not all trump's fault it's not all joe biden's fault it's not all camilla's fault it's a a system it's a fucked up system you gotta play ball or you gotta be like trump and 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 get in there because you don't play ball really he just breaks all the rules he did talking when sometimes when he you know not so. all ufos are alien though oh we'll get there i just wanted to back up for a second because i didn't want dead side thinking there was i i'm maybe i'm misinterpreting dead side but yeah it's yeah. i don't it's not women it's not about gender it's not about race it's about like the character of these human beings which i think i think i remember someone really important saying something about it's not about the color of the skin but the character so I'm not sure who said that but i think it was someone important uh yeah so UFOs. So <laughs> I think it's fucking amazing <laughs> that the that... skin tones, we got grays, we got <laughs> <Yeah>. Speaking of <laughs> UFOs, uh the gray aliens. No, no. It was just me clarifying that Obama is not a woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know we needed yeah, clarification on that, but I appreciate it. I've heard those transgender rumors too, like about the Obamas and stuff. It's, it's like okay, dude, I mean I wouldn't care either way to be honest i mean yeah i don't give a shit if, it, if the person's transgender or not i just want them to not fucking lie to me <laughs> every time they open their fucking mouth jesus it's so frustrating yeah. man it's so frustrating but you know ufos <laughs> I, I i love that the that i wanted to talk about ufos but i put it on my little notes here to talk about well, it well, so. what do you what do you want to talk about ufos with that as a musician, I did want to mention something uh, that's kind of interesting about the UFO scene right now is uh, Tom DeLonge and how oh, yeah. deep he got into that. Yeah. And he's like a big proponent for why some of this stuff got published and everything. Mm-hmm. So Blink-182, from that, he's got that Majestic 12 song in there too, which is uh, some crazy like uh, deep UFO lore stuff, you know, or I don't know whether it's true or not. I never try to figure out if stuff's true. I just like to like see if the information uh, interests me and a lot of that stuff is really cool and it's like along the lines of this government lying and cover-ups and you know uh suppressing technologies and all that stuff mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna see what you think because uh, you know i've always been into it but i've never seen anything I never, I've, I, my whole life i want to go out there and like see a ufo i thought that'd be like the shit you know but i've never seen anything i've had like lots of paranormal experiences of like ghosts and some some freaky like you know uh the like sleep paralysis yeah but uh you've had never sleep paralysis? ever there's any kind of ufos i did have sleep paralysis for many years uh really bad i still have it every now and then what the fuck? Um, and it, it's insane sometimes when you're in these paralysis modes where you can't move and you're having like these spiritual entities sort of entering into your conscious and uh into your con into your like subconscious or whatever it is man but you remember because you're trying to wake up it's it's pretty intense man i've I've seen like uh you know succubus and incubus uh in my dreams before oh jesus check those out they're pretty wild don't don't be attracting no entities like that no no succubuses and stuff (laughs) yeah exactly dude oh my god and uh you know 
that's uh, a lot of my spirituality comes from those sleep states where I'm like in a different uh, level of consciousness and, and seeing the universe a little differently in those states. And I've had a lot of lucid dreams as well, uh, where you realize you're dreaming and you can like change the scenario. And usually I just start flying. It's like something happens. I don't know. Oh, you're making, don't know. you're making wild and sober a little jealous. He said, damn, I haven't had sleep paralysis yet. Lucid dreams. <laughs> I don't yes. recommend it, bro. I don't, <laughs> I had a buddy that was a roommate. He's a comedian and he, and he, uh, he would talk about his sleep paralysis, uh, some, of, some of the episodes that he had, and I was like, damn, I don't have nothing like that. Man. What, what happened to him? Uh, it's, pre- it's like sexual. Like he, he had like the freaking incubus like behind him, basically, and like trying to penetrate. Oh, I mean, shit. That's tight. That's why I didn't want to say his name or nothing. You know, no, he's no, a friend no. of mine. You told me about this, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've never had anything like that. I've had the other flip side of it, you know, with the lady incubus. The lady. Wait, wait, wait. You you banged lady too. incubuses? Okay, yeah. So the, let's talk about this That's a little bit. Because it's, it's like deep, old-school, Catholic kind of uh, demonic entities. Mm-hmm. Of the incubus and the succubus. The incubus is the male, which we all know the band, which yes, is a cool band. Of course. Um, most people my age who play guitar have played their music. But aside from that, that's the male version of the sleep paralysis demon. And then you have the succubus, which is the female version. And so the succubus will kind of suck you in. And then the incubus is there to like cause all kinds of mischief. And I'm, these dreams are, are so bizarre. Like I can remember a specific dream where I'm in some weird magic shop and I don't go in these places, you know, mm-hmm. and it's real like witchy kind of Wiccan kind of stuff in there. And I was like, this place is trippy. And then all of a sudden, there they were, the incubus and the succubus. And I knew it right away. And I'm like, you know, casting them out with my <laughs> spiritual nature. <laughs> oh, my God. So, wait, you knew Wait-y what was up. happening? Like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh, my God. They were there. I kicked them the fuck out. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait. So you were able to recognize that you were in sort of a uh, in this state. Mm-hmm. And you were able to sort of fight off the 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 yeah. the, the, the the demons silver out here yeah yeah man it's true dude i mean we battle demons more than we realize um in our lives maybe you know and if you're not spiritual i don't expect you to like jump in and be like you know oh yeah sure for sure you know like obviously people <laughs> ah, that's just a dream you're just tripping dude and I, I could see that side of it too but like i said it's the experience the testimonies you know and so so you see those forms really- sometimes yeah. though but do you see those forms sometimes in your, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he does wild and sober. In his true like devil form. And wow. he's like playing with fire. Yeah. South Park taught me too. Dead side. Yeah. Dead side said South Park taught me all about succubus. <laughs> but yeah, I ran outside cause this incubus dude was fucking with me. And then I, I came out as my friend with a lighter and, and a spray can. And I'm like, this is, this is in your dream. Yeah, I've had dreams like this. Yeah, wow. I don't talk about this stuff. I don't know why I'm talking about it on your show, but well, I it's mean, really cool. Like paranormal stuff is cool to me. Yeah, that's well, it's sucks, interesting. Sleep paralysis, don't recommend it. But uh, definitely <laughs> ghosts and stuff. I, I kind of want to get into it a little bit. Like, no, check let's out do it. Oh, you want to get into it more? Boxes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like go and see these haunted houses and listen to these entities mm-hmm. on these little geek boxes they have and stuff. It's it's pretty crazy stuff, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, like dimensional or something man i don't right. i don't really know if it's true or real or if that's just some kind of you know i could, there's half of me that's skeptical and half of me wants to believe so um, oh. i've always kind of been in the middle like that even with uh 
I mean, I've, I've taken enough. Lot. I've taken enough DMT to fucking see some entities. So I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I think. <laughs> I, I think I'm. Uh... <laughs> well, well, you know, I, it's a, it's a different kind of dream state, but it, DMT is definitely a fucking dream state. You never have you ever smoked salvia at all? Oh yeah, yeah. Did that you, was crazy. Yeah. So DMT that's is almost like into that state when yes. you get into the salvia state. That's that's DMT. <laughs> That's DMT, okay. by the way. For two hours or what? No, no, no. So there is different kind of DMTs that does last longer, but you need uh, an MAOI inhibitor, which like ayahuasca is, you need two parts of it. It's like part of it is is the root, and then another part is like the bark. I'm sorry. I'm just going off memory. I'm not a shaman. I do play one on TV. No, I don't at you all. hang out more, man. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's just that it takes these two combinations for it to last longer. But okay. what... um. Uh, uh, but with DMT, um, it, it, it's just a quicker and more concentrate of that, of like, uh, of, 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 of the salvia. So like I've smoked, uh, like this powder. It's like, was it like a yellow powder? And I was free basing it off fucking foil, <laughs> like a fucking true crackhead, but, awesome. uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but, uh, I did it twice. And the first time was, uh, I did it. And I remember I got sucked into another dimension. I didn't see anything. But when I came back, everybody in the room was staring at me. And they were laughing because <laughs> I, 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 I had a hole in my shorts and my dick was hanging out the whole time. And so as I'm coming back, people are laughing. There's these two really, really beautiful girls who are just sitting there like, oh. <laughs> and fucking I'm sitting I'm yeah I'm coming out of this fucking DMT haze and fucking everybody's laughing at my fucking dick hanging out of my shorts it was it was quite an experience but I did have an experience where I did encounter an entity where I I hit it and I remember coming back I fell back onto a bed I didn't fall but I just laid back as because as it takes hold your body literally feels like uh, like you ever take too long of a shit and your legs go numb. It's like that that that's how your whole body feels. I didn't know what you're talking about. Well, if you ever sat on the toilet for too long, sometimes your legs go numb. Happens to me every day. See, Wild and Sober knows what's up. Hey, hey, Vsauce, Michael here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey Vsauce, Michael here. I love how he talks. I love how that dude talks so much. And I love how he talks with his hands. And I love that he talks out loud. But I don't want to get too far from my amazing DMT story. So, <laughs> so what ended up happening was I, I, I was taking these huge bong rips. And what sucks is, is okay, okay, uh, I got to make sure I'm not combining two different experiences. Okay, so, so this is... Let me make sure because I've had several experiences. I don't want to combine these because I've done it several times with the same person because we had a bunch and we wanted to experiment. So, so one of the experiences, I, I laid back and I looked up and 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 you don't you don't like like mushrooms comes over. You can feel it. Your chest, you can feel it here, and you don't really necessarily get launched anywhere. You you sort of just are, are fucked up and and you might be seeing things, but you're having all these thoughts and you're seeing. What DMT does is it actually it's almost like you get sucked or launched out of out of out of this reality. And 
Yeah, like Sylvia, exactly. You know exactly how that feeling is because if you smoke enough in the right way, it will take you there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not like anything conscious, right? It is conscious, but it's not like, because you're like, it's almost like you're dying. And that's what I'm saying, like how it, you almost feel like your whole body goes numb and you almost feel like you're about to die. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just like, boom, you're in another world and another dimension. And so I laid back as this is all happening and I saw these two pillars just come out of the ground and it wasn't like, you know, Avengers, like the ground broke open. It was just like geometric shapes of like ancient fucking, you know, uh, fucking uh, Native American. I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? Like just ancient fucking <laughs> shapes and fucking two pillars come up into a balcony and this, uh, this woman with long hair, this faceless woman, I just smeared my makeup. I'm so mad right now. Um, I, uh, this, this faceless woman comes out of these doors that are illuminated from the back and she comes out to the balcony and she waves with me, like, come with me, come with me. Like she was saying, come on, let's go. And, and then that's about the time that I start getting, and now I came back and it's just like, oh shit. Like, you know, like that, that's weird. And at the time I didn't really recognize what that was, but you know, now that you're older and you look back at it, it's like, oh shit, that's like some... You know, whether you believe it or not, whether you just want to believe that I was high as fuck on drugs, which is probably the case, but I don't know. Who knows? Uh, you know, it's like, but some entity was urging me to follow them into a lit up hallway or whatever that was behind them. And it was female. It was a female presence is what I felt. So that's kind Everybody of. Everybody needs to be ethereal. But, uh, yeah, man, that's intense, bro. I'm glad you didn't go. I'm glad you stayed with us, bro. I didn't have a um, chance to. Knowing me, I probably would have been like, what's, long is, what's behind these doors? <laughs> <laughs> how long is that duration? Because I, I, that's it's, it was, it's le like if you're smoking it, it lasts like, like 15 minutes overall, but like the intense part is no more than just a few minutes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm scared. Uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's a, it's a very. South American, uh, and there's like Christian churches that uh, add it to their uh, like sacrament, and, mm -hmm. and they have these crazy spiritual Christian experiences uh, in Brazil. Uh, it's it's really interesting. Uh, all the hallucinogenic, shamanistic sort of uh, elements of you know Aboriginal cultures. It's it's pretty fascinating because they were really in tune with those other sort of dimensional entities and. I mean, it's funny when I watch Ancient Aliens, I'm like, how much of this is because of one, hallucinogenics, and two, because of like the, you know, they had a lot of slaves, man. They could mm -hmm. do a lot of crazy shit when they don't care if people live or die. Right. So it's kind of wild when you see those megalithic structures and stuff. I don't know if I believe the aliens were there. Maybe they, maybe they were hanging out. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. Right. So, but I'm still fascinated by these mysterious places too, like, uh, uh, there's one in uh, like the, the Indonesia called Non Madal that they were covering recently in the, those ancient alien shows. And it's kind of a trip, man. This place is like built on top of a coral reef and it's like a Venice type of vibe um, at the edge of this island. And it was built by like tribal people, you know, Polynesian people, like, you know, 10,000 years ago, they think maybe. And it's, it, uh, I don't know exactly all the, all the details of the science behind it, but it's pretty wild. They say that these, the local legends are these, uh, massive eagles came and carried the stones from one side to the other, and that's how they built this place. And it's just like, okay, maybe that was a dude in a spaceship. <laughs> Who knows, bro? That's pretty wild.
or was somebody high and then it's just how they thought that it happened. I don't know. Cause <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, they would, they would take all kinds of different, uh, elements of the natural environment around them to have these experiences, whether it is mushrooms or, you know, DMT, ayahuasca, whatever you have, you know, and obviously in the Middle East, they're smoking a lot of hashish, man, no <laughs> doubt about that. So, and uh, they were making a lot of beer and uh, wines and meads and things like that all throughout history too. So, you know, it'd be cool to have like a faded history different than maybe not drunk history, right? Oh. Where you're just drunk and killing it, but talking about people getting faded all through history because oh, uh, kind of an unwritten history. We don't really talk about that much. Beer is pretty well covered, but a lot of other areas like the and stuff, we don't really know the ancient practices and customs unless you're like a shaman. And those people to me are, are very cool to, to sort of have on your Instagram or if you could talk to them in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a unique perspective on life that uh, is much different than most Westerners, you know? Yeah. Um, it's Absolutely. cool stuff. Well, um, and you, when you think about how hallucinogens are viewed, they're not viewed as some sacred thing here in America, especially. They're viewed as some drug, like a dirty drug. And just now, you know, just now we're getting past this pro. Um, uh, what the fuck do you call it? Pro went prohibition of of drugs. We're starting to actually do real studies and see that these drugs are actually very useful, especially for like PS, P, PTSD in soldiers. Uh, a lot of these drugs have shown really, really positive benefits, and it's a goddamn shame that they were sort of banished out of public view for what, like for seventy years. Yeah, thanks, Nixon, for for sending us back. You know, like imagine That's if we were good. able to, and and you, there's also hatred that goes towards uh, Timothy Leary and Ken Kesey for sort of like just sort of just spreading around these drugs like all willy nilly, like here, fucking drop out, tune in, whatever. <laughs> Woo! You know, like there was also, you know, they're the blame too, because they were just sort of irrationally just going around. Everybody needs to fucking tune in and like, no, everybody doesn't, <laughs> but they do, but not, <laughs> it's not made for everybody. <laughs> and, 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 and so it's not just the government it is their response to something else. But it, could you imagine where we would be in the study of these drugs and what we could do with these drugs if we weren't stopped from studying them from the last? And, and, and the fact that we sort of erase it out of the history of, of, of lots of ancient cultures. You know, like, I, I believe that the, the wh- who are the, who are the, we call you, the Vikings, right? They fucking ate mushrooms and fucking <laughs> fucked all night, baby. <laughs> They fucking murdered. Oh, yeah, man. They were on all kinds of fun stuff, dude. I'm sure. Um, man. Giorgio A. Tiscalos. I'm sorry, I can't pronounce that. I'm an idiot. Uh, is so entertaining. The guy from oh, the guy from Ancient Aliens. Okay, has one. Any one of you guys had paranormal experiences when you are sober? <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Wild. Uh, let me see. I had one experience as a child. I wasn't sure it was real, but my brother has the same memory. Ooh, Reina. I, I think I remember this, but I, I'd love for you to tell us a little more about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, sounds crazy. I'm going to make beats on Fruity Loops. I'm scared as shit. LMO. <laughs> All right, man. Enjoy your beat making. Thank you so much for coming through. Wild, let's talk on the D, man. I would love to play some of your songs on stream or on the podcast. So I'm, I'm dead serious about that if you're, if you're down. But uh, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Lurk, sir. Enjoy your lurk. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, uh, Raina, tell us a little bit more about that. Um, Colin. Oh, shit. We got a Colin. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the lines. 
All right, uh, Reina, I'm gonna I'm just gonna put you in through the phone, and you're just gonna go through the microphone. Just just call me, and and we'll, we'll get it. We'll get this going. Oh. oh, the the lines are open, baby. Just call me, Reina. <laughs> Thank you for the panda, panda, panda. Oh wait, did I put that? Panda is now live. Call me, Reina, or I'll just call your ass, and then. And to answer that question, I have had paranormal experiences. Oh, okay, let's well, hear, so. let's hear, uh, let's hear Eddie's, and then we'll have Raina call in, and we'll hear Raina's. Oh, nothing too exciting, just like creepy stuff. Like cabinets open, things like that. When you're sober, you're like, I'm sober. This isn't supposed to happen. So, anyways. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that, that was nothing. How dare you, Eddie? All right, Raina is coming to us via speakerphone, and she's in the other room. So, um, can you can you give us a check on your voice so we can hear you? Yeah, can you guys hear? Oh, you gotta turn the you gotta turn the TV off or down. Oh, I'll go into the other room. Okay, we're gonna get this story. We're gonna get this story. Yeah, I forgot that I put a call in. Yes, thank you for using it, Rada. I forgot all nice. about that. There's a call in. By the way, the only people who've ever called in is my son and my wife. <laughs> okay, you hear a dead side? All right, here we go. We got Raina on the line, and she's going to tell us about her paranormal experience. Go ahead, Raina. So, I've only had one paranormal experience. I was um, probably eight at the time, which means my brother was like six or seven, because our birthdays are like a year and a half apart. And we lived in a duplex, so there was this girl named rosemary who lived underneath us she was older than us they bred hamsters in the basement like it was like this really weird girl and she tells us like hey do you guys want to do bloody mary with me in the bathroom and we're like yeah no like that's fine like we don't know anything about it um so we do bloody mary with her and nothing happens and obviously like i don't think that's real but we do it and nothing happens and then she's like hey um, help me dig up my cat in the backyard. We buried it a couple of years ago and we shared a yard because it was a duplex. So we're in the backyard and we're, um, we're digging up this cat and, uh, all of a sudden we hit the bone of this cat and the sky just goes gray and it starts raining. And these two little girls handprints just appear in the cement and it's enough to freak us out. And we run inside and her sister is pinned to a chair in the corner of the living room and I was freaked out I ran upstairs I had nightmares for like a month um and I thought it was fake and I was probably like 30 or 29 or something like that and I start telling this story and my brother freaks out and he's like what the fuck what the fuck I thought this was fake this whole time I thought I made this shit up in my mind he starts telling me the story and it's the exact same story and i'm like holy shit i didn't make this up my whole life i thought it was just like this like bad dream that i made up that wasn't real and it really happened wow. and that that was our whole experience well jesus christ how do i not remember you telling me this i i feel like you've told me this story before but but i don't, I don't talk about i don't talk it's not like i sit and i'm your fucking husband <laughs> Real freaky. I mean, this girl was into yeah, that's like major witchcraft. Like that's she was not a light game player. Like she was definitely breeding hamsters in her basement for like paranormal purposes. And by her basement, I'm assuming it was our basement because it was a duplex. Um, um, it was nuts. It was real weird. Yeah, what, it's. I mean, 
you can summon things like that, man. I mean, I don't recommend it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Eddie started talking to you. Hold on, Eddie. She can't hear you, buddy. I'm sorry. I, oh, no, no, we'll, no We'll let her go before we get back into it. But um, geez, Louise, that, that's a very scary scenario that you just painted for everybody. <laughs> so you... Go ahead. Halloween, man. What did Eddie say? Uh, Eddie just said... I forget what he said. You could summon okay. things like that. If oh, yeah. You be careful if you... Or if you're intentional about it, it's it's kind of sketchy. But people do summon things without realizing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Eddie's saying that people summon things sometimes without even realizing what they're doing. And, um, and, and, and yeah, I mean, yeah, just being ignorant. I, we were like, I was Oh, eight. thank you, Adam. I appreciate the spooky bits. Eight. This girl was probably like 15, somewhere in there. Her sister was probably like 17. And so we're just kids, and we're in the backyard just helping her dig up her dead cat, like, no big deal. Um, it was nuts. It was nuts. The little handprints just appeared in the cement. I mean, we lived in San Diego, so it doesn't just randomly start pouring down rain. And then it just only lasted, it only lasted as long as the handprints were in the cement. And then it went away. And the handprints went away. Wow. Wow, Random Mystique, thank you so much for that amazing uh, and uh, very creepy fucking story that I've never heard. <laughs> We've been married for like 10 years, and, and she's just now dropping this fucking weird shit on me. Like, this is the shit you gotta tell somebody before you marry him. <laughs> it's the only story that I have like that. Well, you also have told me that that you went to a psychic. I remember this a long time ago, that you, you went to a psychic... And you and they told you that you were gonna marry somebody named Richard. Yeah, uh, they, did. they and, did. I was like twenty two, like twenty one or twenty two. And fucking, my name is Richard. My first name is Richard. So it was a that's a weird thing, right? Right. That's weird. Raina's just surrounded by by mystery and, and psychic energy. And she's just, that's why she has so many crystals. That's why her channel is so like sage and Palo Santo and and crystals and. And feminine energy because because I'm a white witch. I'm a white witch. You're a white witch. She's a white witch. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a white witch. She's a white witch. I'm a white witch. I don't know. I don't know. Well, thank you so much, Raina, for calling in. I appreciate you using your fresh bars, and thank you for being an amazing mod. And thank you for for deleting that turd wallet's fucking. No problem. I would have did it faster, but I had to finish the dishes. Oh God. <laughs> Ugh. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you later, sweet thing. Bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Uh, what was, hey, I think, that was legit. That was legit. That's bro. a legit story. I mean, and like, what the, yeah. and Raina's not a liar. Well, Mike, you are I mean, a dick. Dude, yes, I thank you. So, thank right? you. Thank you, hate the human race. Uh, I am a dick. Yes, <laughs> you are right. Uh, dick Toilet, actually. My name is Richard John Michael, so it's Dick Toilet Michael. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let me see. What else we got here? Uh, I, I, I want to make sure I get everybody. Oh, we we should. My last name is Auger in Spanish. So what is it? Barrena. If you go to the Home oh. Depot, you find it. It's the Auger. It's an Auger. Barrena. Uh, we <laughs> should go ghost hunting when COVID clears up. I'm down. I, oh, fucking. Yeah. I guarantee New York City is fucking haunted as shit. So we're going. Sports. We're going to you. Hate the human race. You're not, <laughs> we're going to New York. You don't want to come to Ohio for some bullshit ass haunted cornfield bullshit. Uh, let me see. Uh, it's fine for you because you in the afternoon. I'm here early morning, 1:44 a.m. Oh shit! I do forget that y'all oh. fucking. You're all in different fucking locations. So. 
it's nighttime for Wild and Sober, so he's a little, he's, they're a little tripped out. They're a little <laughs> tripped out. Hey, 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 it's Halloween, baby. Amazing mod love. Also, nice story. Sweet thing. <laughs> Thank you, Deadside. <laughs> I appreciate you calling my wife. Sweet thing. It's, I really appreciate it. No, it's, just, it's all good, baby. It's, anyways, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, I thought Halloween was not scary at all. <laughs> You, you you haven't gone to the right channels, bro. You haven't gone to the right <laughs> channels. And this day got more fucked up. Yeah, it's all right. But but you know what? Like, on the other side of things, like, have you... I mean, like, I've never seen anything like that. I've never, you know, I've never experienced anything like that. And so I guess, you know, until I do, I'm going to remain skeptical. I mean, I believe my wife. I believe that she saw things, you know? I believe that that's... Because I've had a friend who... um he was he was watching his grandfather's house and he he had a surgery so he was he was recovering from surgery and he was also uh he was also watching his grandfather's house and he was by himself and we were supposed to come over and he 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 said uh, he ended up calling me before we got there cuz we were a little late and he's like dude where the fuck are you where are you i need you to get here right now I need you here right now. I'm just like, dude, I'm on my way, bro. Like, what the fuck? I'm picking up some booze, whatever. And, and so when we get there, he's like in like, he sequestered himself into like the kitchen and, and he, it was a big ass house and he's just standing in the kitchen. He's like, oh my God, dude, holy shit. I was going to leave. I was going to fucking leave. And, and he told us, he was like, I was just sitting on the recliner and I was watching TV and all of a sudden, I hear this bop, right? And something, it, it sounded like a little door opening and closing. And he's like, what the fuck is that? And so he's looking <laughs> around and he hears it again. It's like, bop, you know, like a bop. And he's like, what in the fuck? And he's like, he's just, he's still in the chair because he can't move a lot because he, he had some kind of surgery on his nads. Um, so he couldn't move fast or move a lot. So he's yeah. like looking around and, and finally he was able to twist himself and kind of behind him on the on his on his behind him on the left kind of uh was oh, this crap. bookshelf this bookcase that had like a, a lid on it it had like this bottom part that had sort of this open up lid and then it would, you could put stuff in it and grab it it was almost like a trunk part at the bottom and you could put pull stuff in and put it out and he said that the fucking lid was just opening by itself and slamming shut it was just damn and he and he said it did it like four or five more times after he saw it and he freaked the fuck out and he got up and and he like he had to like hobble to the other room and he said he hadn't left the kitchen in like an hour because he called me right away and was like where are you and, was, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like fucking I don't even know what I was doing I, I didn't give a fuck I didn't, uh yeah and so now now granted i want to also throw in this disclaimer that he just had surgery and he was just prescribed narcotics so um and if anybody's been in a narcotic spin out they'll know that narcotics lead to hallucinations and um and and because i know from personal experience that I've heard audible hallucinations. Like I remember being like really spun out on, on, um, on opiates and, and, um, I was in my, my buddy's basement, Justin, you know, Justin, Justin goddess, um, you know, fucking guitarist extraordinaire. Uh, I was in his basement and, 
I was trying to go to sleep and like I was really high and and like I kept on every time I'd almost fall asleep, I would hear someone uh, scream, wake up. Oh, Jesus. I did it again. I'm sorry, guys. I get so into these things. Uh, and, 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 and like every time and I'd, be, I'd wake up and I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And then and then I would. I'd be like so freaked out and then like I would go back and then it would be like work out you know and then I'd be like what the and so finally I was able to go to sleep but I I didn't realize what was going on until the next day I was like oh I must be really just abusing drugs <laughs> but <laughs> which that's what I that's what I took it as because I've had several that's of those experiences rational, that's right. a rational that's sort a of rational ex- yeah the drug which yeah. is probably was but you know maybe someone was trying to wake you up Maybe <laughs> because because something. well you know wild and sober said earlier um, the that that he believes or they believe that uh, that the that hallucinogens and dreaming and stuff is another portal to another dimension and so what's to say that you know that that opiates aren't another portal to another dimension right like i mean they're they're awful they're not great drugs i mean they're good when they're used properly and they help numb real pain uh but they uh you know what if what if they are we've all seen amphetamines too though amphetamines too meth users and Mm -hmm. they definitely got some demons going on so you know i i think it's not uh out of the realm of possibility that if you take these types of drugs that these entities can sort of be attracted to it and cling to you because your your wavelengths and things you know your aura changes and all that hippie stuff i don't really understand it but i think uh it's very possible that all these things are occurring you know like uh you know there's a lot of psychic energy in the world that goes unacknowledged you know mm-hmm. they uh, just pass it off like sexual tension or something but to me that's like a psychic energy bro it like, is you know? it is though and so uh, uh these things are sort of out there. I don't, you know, and it, I like this quantum mechanics kind of where place where science is going, where mm-hmm. it starts to kind of cross the lines of some of these things. It's yeah. really amazing, you know. Yeah, I agree. Uh, some of these top minds and these scientists—they're really on to some really mind-blowing stuff. I mean, I, I don't even fathom a lot of it, but these Higgs boson tests and everything oh, they're dude, doing that's pretty wild. Dope. Um, and Wild is asking if we've ever heard of the Tokyo ghost girl who roams on roads at night and comes to you for a lift and then kills you. Damn, gotta listen to Baby Shark now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you have kids, you've heard that song a lot, I'm sure. Oh, especially well, I-, I sing that fucking song <laughs> on my show currently. That's <laughs> that's how recent that shit's in my life. I sang it like a week ago on fucking No, I sang it a week ago in front of like what, like 350 people, Reina? Jesus. Hey, Christ. No, it was insane. Like we got raided by like uh by uh the fantastic pla- Reina, Reina had a stream and she got raided which just basically means someone else's channel um, brings all their their people who's watching them and they bring it and they land it in your channel and and then now you have like 300 people watching you which is really intense when it happens um and so uh at that moment her community calls for me to play baby shark and i'm like what what the gotta satisfy your fans I'm like, how did this is not my stream? How am I the asshole here? 
you know, I'm, I'm sure Bon Jovi gets tired of singing, you know, uh, that big hit that he has and just totally brain lapsed it. Like, yeah. uh, living on a prayer? <laughs> baby, yeah, there you go. You know he gets tired of singing that. But uh, you know, Baby Shark. We're halfway there. So wait, the Tokyo Ghost, it follows Constable's uh, I've never wait, heard of that. One. I gotta check that one out. Um, hold on. Just We're gonna let, let me uh, let me let me. I'll, I want everybody to see it too. So hold on. Just yeah, give me a second. Up. I was gonna mention the Skinwalker Ranch too. I don't even like saying the word, Ooh, but you gotta the... check that one out too. That All one's right, crazy. Well, let's check it out. I'm I'm checking out this. Um... Don't get too late at night. So wait. <laughs> so it's the Tokyo. Oh, look how I spelled shit. Tokyo Ghost Girl. Is that how it is? Nor do I have a bottle to pee. In. Oh my god. He has to go. <laughs> Wild and sober has to go pee, but he doesn't want to. <laughs> Cause he, and I don't want to go. Oh, there's a mirror in there. <laughs> it's all good, baby. You're all right. I got you. I got you. Um, let's see. Tokyo Ghost Girl. So it, it's supposed to be. Oh, it's Image Comics. Wait, is this supposed to be a comic book? Because I, I thought you were talking some real stuff here. Story of Oana, a tale of betrayal, murder, ghostly revenge. Arguably most famous Japanese ghost story of all time. Oh, okay. Oh, so. Wow. Maybe, Maybe this is the one. Is this the one? Uh, they make it... some creepy flicks over there too, man. They oh, are yeah, into that kind dude. of dude. They have creepy stuff. dude. They I, some of that Asian media is awesome. Yeah, they're really talented folks. Asian media? What? Jesus, I'm so American. Uh, is is a betrayal murder? Um, oh, it's a play. The original title. I don't think this is the right one. This is July 1825. I don't think anybody's hitchhiking. Slit mouth girl is that is that her name? I'm trying to look it up. So if you can help me, I would love to for us to sort of. What's the? Uh, what were you gonna say, Eddie? I'm saying send the link, yo. <laughs> oh yeah, Eddie can't see what's going on. I'm uh, sorry, Eddie. I know you're just on Zoom. You're like, oh, I can't yeah. see the. Uh, it's I'm not techie, not... anyways. These days, I'm getting old. I'm not sure. I think it's a Momo scary. What's a Momo? I don't know what that is. Uh, okay, I really don't know the exact name, but that's what it is. I got you. I think it's a Mo. It's Momo score. Let me see. I don't know what Momo scary is, but I'm about to find out. And what what did you say, Eddie? I want a moment. Why oh, parents are freaking Skinwalker out? Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch is a place in Utah where there's been all kinds of weird paranormal activity, and uh, I was starting to hear about it from George Knapp, who's a he's actually a Vegas journalist who covers uh -huh. a lot of paranormal stuff he's really cool k-n-a-p-p -P. and uh he was out there he's been out there a lot he knows a lot about the place and so history channel actually put out a show last season about it and it's it's nuts dude they got like a one of those ancient alien scientist dudes out there and he's like <laughs> getting attacked getting radiation burns and stuff it's pretty wild dude it's definitely good television so uh, I wouldn't want to. I'm gonna read a little bit of the walk uh, of the Skin Rancher, uh, Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, it's also known as Sherman Ranch. is a property located about 512 acres southeast of Ballard, Utah, that is reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO-related activities. Its name is taken from the Skinwalker of Navajo, 
legend concerning a vengeful shaman. Ooh, that's scary. Uh, UFO reports in the U, uh, Unitaw Basin or Utah Basin were... Uinta, yeah, the Uinta Basin. Oh, Uintah Basin. Okay. Uh, were publicized during the 1970s. Claims about the ranch first appeared in 1996 in the Salt Lake City, Utah Desert News, and later in the alternate... Uh, Las Vegas Mercury as a series of articles investigative journal George Knapp. Uh, these stories are detailed. Okay, so that didn't tell us shit. Paranoia reputation. The ranch located in Unitaw uh, at the U Indian Reservation was popularly dubbed UFO Ranch due to its sustainably 50-year history of odd events said to have taken place there. According to Keller and Knapp, they saw or investigated evidence of close to 100 incidents that included vanishing and mutilated cattle, sightings of unidentified flying objects or orbs, large magnetic fields. Among those involved were retired U.S. Army Colonel John B. Alexander, who characterized the NIDSI uh, effort as an attempt to get hard data using a standard scientific approach. However, the investigators admitted to difficulty obtaining evidence consistent with scientific publication. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Cattle, cattle mutilations have been part of the folklore of the surrounding area for decades. When Nidsai founder billionaire Robert Bigelow purchased the ranch for $200,000, this was reportedly the result of his being convinced by the stories of mutilations that included tales of strange lights and unusual impressions made in the grass and soil told by the family of former ranch owner Terry Sherman. 1996, skeptic James Randi awarded Bigelow with the Pegasus Prize for funding the purchase of the ranch and for supporting Harvard University professor John Max and author Bud Hopkins investigators. Randy called the effort a useless study of supernatural, paranormal, or the occult. So so it's been looked into, but uh, there's no real solid proof of anything happening there. You know, I have well, heard of this, though. Not necessarily, because the, the, the history people with this uh, TV show, the, the latest owner, they were capturing some weird stuff, man. There's like weird lights and it's crazy, dude, and it's creepy too. And uh, it's also one of those dangerous entities. So it's almost like watching it is almost taking a risk if you're the type of person who is sort of spiritual and maybe might attract some negative entities. So be careful watching it, I guess, if you're in if you're real sensitive to that energy and stuff. But it's pretty crazy, man. Like there's some of the stories that the that the original ranchers from the '90s have, and they're nuts, dude. Like a freaking dire wolf walking on and they're like what? petting this dire wolf and then it goes and attacks a calf and so they're like okay we have to kill it so they're shooting it with multiple firearms and it's not getting hurt and then it, it they finally get a 30-06 and blast it which is mm. a big caliber long rifle and uh this thing runs off and uh they follow it the tracks and the blood and then they, and then they get to a field where it just disappears and it's gone Whoa. and then there's all kinds of weird like interdimensional portal type stuff going on there it's pretty crazy i mean if you're a skeptic obviously it's going to be hard to believe uh the stories because there's so many of them right. but uh there was definitely experiences had by the the, the nids team that they're talking about mm -hmm. there from where they didn't publish any of their findings ah, and then uh this last guy that he wanted to make it more transparent uh, this latest owner, he's like a big time Salt Lake rich guy. Okay. And he's, he sent the History Channel down there. <laughs> and supposedly when they start digging, that's when the 
messed up shit starts happening and it's like it's not just weird stuff it's very negative it's like a negative energy yeah and so it's pretty wild uh people who go there like they'll either not experience anything or if they do have an experience it's extremely negative so mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of a hot spot i guess so mm -hmm. that's why you know, it's halloween that stuff's kind of creepy it's cool it you know creepy. well uh, and, and like what's that one place in florida isn't there like not clear water but there's like a weird uh, place in florida that has some weird energy going on um there's a positive energy i think it is clear water there's like a hotel there where they have positive entities and people go all these psychic people have seances there and they they hang out and these uh supposedly these little kids will run around that are like little ghost kids and stuff it's pretty crazy uh it's like a whole community of psychic right type. it's really Casadega. i just saw the news i don't really know much about it but it's, it was pretty cool it's casadega um fucking uh bright eyes have you ever heard of bright eyes amazing band connor oberst um he the casadega the album that they did he uh he spent some time down there talking to people and on the he actually records some of the conversations that he had with some of the people down there and play it and as a sample you know throughout cool. the album i mean it's an amazing nice. album too i mean i fucking love bright eyes but um <clears throat> yeah uh we so uh wild wild uh sent us uh i don't know how to say this but it's k-u-c-h-i-s-a-k-e Ona, so Kuchu, oh God, Kuchisaki Ona. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> American. R.I.P. Amazing Randy. Oh no, not Amazing Randy. He died. I thought he's been dead. Uh, the Amazing Randy. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Man, I used to watch him on Saturday mornings. Okay, let's read a little bit about uh, this Tokyo girl. Uh, the slip mouth woman is a malevolent figure in Japanese urban legends and folklore, described as a malicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he described as a malicious spirit or a nor okay i'm gonna skip that of a woman she partly partially covers her face with a mask or other item and carries some sort of sharp object she has been described as a contemporary yokai uh, according to a popular legend she asks potential victims if they think she is attractive if they respond with no she will kill them with her weapon if they say yes she will reveal that the corners of her mouth are slits are slit from ear to ear and she will then repeat her question if the individual responds with no, she will kill them with her weapon. And if they say yes, she will cut the corners of their mouth in such a way that resembles her own disfigurement. Methods that can be used to survive an encounter with whatever that is uh, include answering her question by describing her appearance as average or by distracting her with money or hard candies. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you could just get you could just get one over with candy with ghosts i didn't know that that's a good that's a good piece of information to know that fits in with the halloween vibe you know like get some candy to protect yourself from these that one's crazy dude i mean yeah anytime a girl asks you if she's attractive you're in trouble anyways but if it's a ghost entity like that then that's pretty scary i mean there must be some people who've experienced this that got cut or something for this to be corroborated right all. right i'm it's just legendary status i've never heard of it though that's really cool thanks for sharing that whoever shared that uh wild, wild and sober but it's wild and sober uh there who's actually an amazing uh uh, uh producer um that is wild and i'm sober at this point 
<laughs> yeah, me too, right? Uh, Momo <laughs> challenged. Uh, are you talking about Slenderman? Is that who it is? Slenderman. Yeah, Slenderman is another creepy one. I don't know if that's based in reality or if that's all fictional, though. Is that Roblox? <laughs> is that just Roblox? <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, it's uh, what, uh, Minecraft or something. Uh, I well, yeah, Roblox is 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 no Slenderman. Creepy, creepy pasta. He nailed it. Uh, yeah, what is the moment pasta. challenge? That I don't know. But I, hold on. I'm, crime. There was crime related to that one too, which is which one? Slenderman. Yeah, there was a bad crime. These kids killed another kid in like your kind of area. I think Michigan or Minnesota, one of those places up there in Midwest. Uh, it was big. It was on the news like five, ten years ago, and it was very tragic. Oh, um, but uh, it was. That's how. That's the only reason I even know about Slenderman because I didn't read Creepy Pasta or nothing like that. Oh yeah, yeah, Creepy Pasta. I see. That's why. That's why Wild and Silver says Creepy Pasta. Oh, I see. So Momo yeah. is the Momo yeah. challenges this weird. Oh God, that gives me creeps looking at this chicken girl. Oh man! Wow, that's Are you sharing that. I don't want to see it anyway. <laughs> You're sharing that. Shut up. I'm scared of stuff like that, man. I don't like negative. Well, it creepy. does make you. It does make you fucking. It is freaky. I mean, it makes me freaked out a little. But you know, it, like Wild and Sober said earlier, like the atheist is scared, and it's like, oh, I'm not an atheist, but uh, I mean, like I. I I, I get what you're saying. I get what yeah. you're saying. If you don't believe in that kind of stuff, if you're still freaked out, there's obviously something to this that 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 resonates. It's a scientific explanation, man. Yeah. That's what a lot of these uh, investigators try to try to do is just get these like scientific proof of these occurrences. It's very hard to capture, and there must be a reason for that, you know? Right. Uh, that's why every UFO video is like some grainy cell phone video from. 400 miles away or whatever <laughs> you can't see it uh and then there's enough weird creepy stuff just by done by humans already right. that it's like you know who knows what's really going on in some of these instances and these occurrences because it could be just someone playing a prank it could be uh you know the real deal who knows but it's definitely interesting especially around halloween to talk about that kind of stuff and uh you know uh Hopefully, these entities, if you kind of go into it with the right mindset, you can avoid any kind of like major, major harassment because most of the time they're just sort of harassing people yeah. who are living. But that one in Japan is pretty scary if it's going to kill you. Right. Like, that's, uh, that's another level. <laughs> so, I'm not trying to run into that lady. No right? way. Get out of here, Tokyo. Hitchhikers out there in Tokyo. Yeah, it's like, come on. <laughs> like, that's not even fair. It's not even a fair, like, challenge. It's like, um, is that, am I pretty? It's like... Um, you look fat. <laughs> do I look fat in this dress? It's like, I'm... Yeah, you look you beautiful. Average. You, you look, look average. average. Yeah, you're average. You're, you're okay. She's going to kill you. Um, <laughs> that's, that's craziness, man. So, you know... I've never seen anything like too mind blowing, but I've heard lots of stories like your uh, like your wife's story there, man. That's yeah. That's really cool. I mean, I remember having this kid tell me that he saw a UFO and um, and just thinking he's like the he wasn't the smartest kid, but it always seems like that like when people really are trying to convince you, it always seems to be coming from like really. Not not dumb people, but like watch, when people are trying. Watch. No, no, no. I'm not trying to say anything bad, but when people are talking about UFO sightings, 
there there does seem to be connected with that a certain type of person right like i'm not trying to say that people are wrong or right but it does seem to be like some backwoods motherfucker who's like out in the cornfield somewhere just we do to do here i am and here comes this thing that wants to stick stuff in his butt it's like i don't i don't know you know like how is it always those people who are getting those wide-eyed people it's like i have some literature i think you should read you know it's like it's I mean, those that's people. sort of part of the mythos but in reality there's pilots and yes yes exactly people that see this stuff highly decorated pilots yeah and they're up there they'll you know they're more likely to see some you know up there all the time but maybe i i don't know sometimes these ex-military naval intelligence officers start talking about stuff and you're like eisenhower was at a meeting with some aliens like that's insane you know yeah it's (laughs) It's like wait the the dude's been in space so it's kind of wild like uh there's one of the uh the gemini astronauts that just talks about all this gnarly stuff that he Talks about and it's like, is he just wacko? Did he lose it? You know, who knows, man? It's, well, it's wild. Like, but, I get a kick out of all this stuff. That's Buzz why Aldrin, it's, bald, Buzz it's Aldrin. out of the world where that we live in, where you can Google everything. Right. It's so fun to explore these unexplainable things because it shows us that we really don't know that much about the universe, man. You no, we just don't. don't. No, we don't. We're, it, and you mentioned, you know, quantum physics and how, how some things there's, there's the idea that, that there's these molecule or, or atoms or what are they? They're things that bleep, bleep in and out of existence. You know what I mean? This, you know, like there's, there's particles that sort of bleep in and out of existence on some weird wavelength. And, and it's like, where are those particles going are they going to another dimension like why are they popping in and out the higgs boat uh higgs uh boson yes the god particle the god God particle particle. yes you know so we have all these things that we can't really explain with science still and and it's funny when you talk to when you hear scientists talk it's like when you drill it down and you keep going and you get down to the quarks and the and the the cores and you know all the fucking atoms and stuff they hit a point where it's just like, well, it's magic. We don't know. You know, <laughs> it's like, and, and then like somewhere in there, I think is, is that the idea of God is somewhere in there for me, I guess, is that there's this mystery that may never be solved. And that to me seems like a good place for God to live. I guess. I don't know. I, I guess I, but it's, it's, well, just, like the, uh, it's a very, like the mathematics being the language of the universe. Yeah. Now, is that because of mathematics or is that the chicken and the egg where the mathematics are just our interpretation of the language of the universe versus the mathematics actually being the constructive uh, method? You know, mm-hmm. it's because I mean, gravity and mass and all, all this stuff affects everything. It's, it's all intertwined and interrelated when you get into the out into the broader, you know, universe with. Uh, bodies attracting and you know meteor showers whatever man it's crazy like star wars stuff dude even you know it's just yeah all that stuff could be happening in some dimension it's too it's nuts i mean that that is a possibility well i mean these are the things that we have to be open to because we are i mean things are getting to that point now where we are going to start getting crazy. I mean, like you see what Elon Musk is doing. I mean, he's going to, he has fucking those 
those nodes going into pigs brains and shit and is able to predict like movement of of people and and animal not people but animals and and what he's trying to do with neurolink and shit like there's going to come a time where we're going to have enough information to kind of get a better picture of things but i don't know if we'll have uh, ever have that that the the answer you know like the fucking yeah. whatever the, the answer is Consciousness has to elevate of the, you know, the human experience as well as the information comes because at some point we have a limited, we have a ceiling that we've kind of, that's there and we can kind of stretch that to a higher level of consciousness to accept these ideas about the universe that are maybe not, don't come from a, a book, like a scripture, you know, mm. these are things that people are just sort of discovering by looking out there and seeing what's going on, yeah. you know, like black holes. And it's, it just gets so crazy that when you start getting into this level of thought, it sort of elevates your chakras or whatever you want to call it, where you start to see the world in a different light than just, you know, black and white, you know, red light, green light, yellow light, you know, it's like, let's, let's actually get back to the core of like existence, you know, and the philosophies that, that make us human and make us special and, and help each other and, and try to, you know, like I said, I'm here to promote some positivity, man. And, uh, it's, it's just something that we can do in our minds and, and get rid of all that static. And if something's triggering you just block them or something, you know, like just so that you can st still keep to those higher vibrations of, uh, of a positive, thought and emotion you know mm -hmm. uh I, I think that's so important i like that's why i just want to iterate it over and over just like try to try to uplift people man don't don't necessarily shut them down obviously we can all laugh and joke and use humor to to interact and some some like spiritual people think that that's not necessarily uh the the highest state of vibration obviously being funny but it helps me, man. When I laugh, it's probably the best feeling that I have in the world. So thank you for always making me laugh, Mikey P. I don't know if anyone in any of our bands has ever made me laugh as much as you have. Yeah. It'd be close. Well, uh, I love being your clown. Thank you. <laughs> as you're wearing that. Speaking of, let me put this back. Yeah, as I'm wearing fucking, like, fucking Ultimate Warrior fucking shit. But yeah, no, I thank you for all the people that, that tune in. Do you hear that, Eddie? Is it the ice cream man? What the hell is that? Oh. I know what time it is. <sighs> it's time for How Much Does It Cost? On Craigslist. All right, guys, we're going to set up. We're going to play How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist. Stick around. We're, uh, we'll be right back, and we're going to play a game so you guys can win some prizes. I have these right here. I have, uh, we have the last CBD joints uh, from uh, Canna, Puro Canagars, uh, and we have a We Speak English Good patch, and we have an Epstein Didn't Kill Himself patch. I think that's very, <laughs> very, uh, I think all three of these items are very fitting for today's discussion. So, okay, we're going to set up for games. It'll be like two seconds. We'll be right back after this. Okay, and we are back with how much does it cost on Craigslist. 
So the name of the game is right there, how much on Craigslist, all you do, it's kind of like the price is right, but it, uh, but it's whoever is closest to the actual price of the object. What we're gonna do is we're gonna look at an object, we're gonna, uh, 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 an item that's for sale on Craigslist, and we're going to uh, read the description, and then we're gonna guess on how much the item costs on Craigslist. So, uh, Epstein definitely didn't kill himself. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Okay, guys, let's get into it on our first item up for bid. We have a museum quality boat. It's museum quality with, uh, with fucking this awful picture. I don't, I don't understand why they decided to post this blurry ass picture of a museum quality boat, but this is Craigslist that doesn't have to make sense. All right, so let's read the description here. All handmade, hand-carved, oh, hand-curved, my bad. All handmade, hand-curved, appraised much higher. This guy writes like Donald Trump talks. Uh, the pictures are worth a thousand words. All handmade, hand-curved, appraised much higher. The pictures are worth a thousand words. Okay, guys, with you, Eddie, we're gonna start. How much do you think this item cost? on Craigslist. Um, I would pay 20 bucks for that. <laughs> Eddie says 20 bucks. Everybody throw your bids in the chat. How much do you think this hand curved museum quality thing costs? Saucy chicken nugget, what's going on, buddy? Good to see you. Uh, 35 or 3,500. Okay, we'll, we'll start up here. Wild and Sober says 400 USD. Oh, thank you for the USD, everybody. This is in US dollars. And for our overseas friends, Craigslist is a person-to-person -person, uh, marketplace that exists here in the United States. And I didn't know that it wasn't anywhere else. So I, uh, I, I do apologize for my overseas friends who have no idea what the fuck uh, Craigslist is. So let's start reading some of this. Wild and Sober says 400 USD. Hate the Human Race says $1,500. Deadside Blues says 500, whatever that thing is. And then he changed it to $500. <laughs> uh, uh, Saucy Chicken Nugget says 3,500. Mighty Mighty says 25. I would pay nothing. Oh, thank you. Uh, 1,200 for Reyna. Adam Flair UK says $4,000. And thank you for putting your uh, bid in there twice. Uh, Wild, wild sober. I once you write your bid down, you can't change it, so it's all good. You're all good. It's saucy chicken nugget. You're at thirty-five hundred dollars, buddy. So there you go. It's classy. Okay, guys. Oh, I keep forgetting to do this. Um, uh, hold on. Let me. I gotta do my thing because I have to. Uh, go, drum, yay. Actual retail price. On Craigslist, let's see, $14,500, oh my God. There you go, folks, <laughs> who won? Adam Flair UK. Eddie, you definitely lost. <laughs> Adam Flair, I think you I think you won it again. This is a scam. How dare you, wild and sober. I've got Fake. no class. <laughs> Fake news, oof. It's okay, Adam, you, you fuck it. You can win as much as you need to, baby. Uh, let's see, so let me know which one you want. You can hit me up on the D or whisper me, whatever you want. Let me know if you want which patch or CBD joint. I think, Adam, you got a CBD joint before, so I, if you want it again. Um, I good picture, uh, no way. <laughs> 
Yeah, that picture is not worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The picture is not worth more than a thousand. Uh, yeah, it's straight to the bank, baby. Uh, yeah, congrats, congrats, um, um, Adam. That that that's your second win, baby. Congratulations. I'll okay. take twelve cash, though. I'll take twelve cash. Twelve thousand. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that in cash. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do. Let's do one more. Let's do one more, and then we'll cut Eddie loose because Eddie is on lunch. If you guys didn't know, he's doing this uh, as a favor for me. Well, not a favor, but he is. It is. It is a favor. You know what? Thank you, Eddie. Thank you for being on the show, uh, regardless if this is a favor or that you want. He wanted to come on the show. You know what? Next item up for bid. (laughs) 1960s original Disney's lithograph. This is not a reproduction. I was given this. That was right in the title. Uh, Jiminy Cricket, Walt Disney, 1960s lithograph. Okay, folks. Let's start with Eddie. Eddie, how much do you think this item cost on Craigslist? Five thousand. Woo! He's coming with it today. All right, guys, drop your bids. I stuck it first. That's all good. Drop your bids. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, Eddie says five thousand. Wild and Sober says two thousand USD. <laughs> Saucy Chicken Nugget puts thirty. $3,000. Dead Side says $1,300. Hate the Human Race says $50K. You guys go ahead and drop your bids. Uh, you got, oh, Adam Flair's coming back with $13,000. All right. I like that you, uh, that you doubled down. Ooh, $11,000. Here, why don't we get some, um, why don't we get some, uh, go ahead, guys. Let's see. Oh, I forgot to do that. Dang it. I knew I forgot something. Okay, you you heard the song. Uh, you your time is up. Let's get this on, baby. Yes, Splan- Spanish Spanish flea is a banger. I agree. Dead side blues. Okay. And of course, I forgot to cue this up again, so you guys gotta wait for it. Okay. Oh. Go. Oh, damn it. Okay, give me one more. We're gonna get this, guys. We're gonna get this shit. All right. Actual retail price. On Craigslist. $1,100. All right, not bad. Uh, yeah, I, I think everybody was like thrown off by the last one. So, uh, Wild and Sober, yeah. Wild and Sober says two thousand. Deadside says thirteen hundred. I think Deadside took it. Deadside, are you? No, wait. Reina, she hit it right on the head. Wait, no, she said eleven thousand. My bad. Deadside, you won again. You know what? Deadside, <laughs> I try getting your address. I feel like you don't want me to send you something. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel, Deadside. I feel like you don't want me to know where you live. And that's okay. <laughs> I understand. But you want another prize. So you have two prizes coming to you if you want to. You're dead inside. Oh, come on, Wild and Sober. You're 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 a wonderful, you're a wonderful champion of life. Uh okay. <laughs> so uh, here is our items. We have the We Speak English Good patch. We have the Epstein didn't kill himself. And of course we have the pre-rolled uh CBD joints and uh 
dead side. I don't, you know, if, whatever you want. Let me know. Adam Flair, of course, you know the drill. Let me know what you guys want, and uh, I'll send them out. Let us say goodbye to our friend Eddie Blunt, who who was so nice to come on the show and and and, and freak everybody out. Crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Thank you for for coming on the show and making everybody uh, feel weird about their day. Uh, we're gonna give him a proper goodbye <laughs> here. Uh, and. At least I can do. I really hope that we get to jam out sometime next year or something. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And of course, you know I love you, Eddie. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie is a shredder. Everyone, don't don't forget. I'm gonna drop his links again. Go check out his music. Uh, I, I put his uh, I put several of his projects uh, on here. So please do go click around. Get to know Eddie and his music and, and his and this wonderful Viking man that 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 I've ridden in many vans with over long periods of time and distance. We have traveled together. Eddie Blunt, thank you so much, my friend. I, I really do appreciate it. Alright, man. You be well. I'll talk to you soon. Alright, man. Alright, man. Peace out. Take Thank you so much, Eddie. I appreciate you coming on the show and, you know, telling us all those spooky stories about body paralysis or sleep paralysis or whatever the fuck it was. My God. With that, that, I just got to say, that stream and that podcast, I had so much fun. And I feel like that podcast is when I started sort of really having fun and getting way more comfortable with streaming. I feel like just a month ago... I'm starting to get comfortable, or at least more comfortable with it. It, it just was a fun time. It was uh, it was exactly what I would want out of a Halloween special. So I, I hope you enjoyed that Halloween special so close to Christmas. <laughs> Enjoy that. I hope you like it. But you can find Eddie at uh, Instagram.com slash... Oh, I forgot. Gosh darn it. What's his thing here? It's Eddie underscore Bleezy. And that's E-D-D-I-E underscore Bleezy, B-L-E-E-Z-Y. Go and give your boy a follow. I'll also have his link in the show notes. And uh, yeah, that ought to be fun. So go hang out with Eddie. Also, go hang out at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We stream on Mondays and Fridays, 1 p.m. on Fridays and Fridays. Oh, my God. <laughs> 1 p.m. on Mondays and 3 p.m. on Fridays, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, both of those are Eastern Standard Time. This Sunday, we have a music stream with JT and the Conspiracy. We're doing that again. So do stop through and enjoy some live music. And um, that's it. You know what? I, I'm, everybody's waiting for me to get done doing this shit. So I'm going to let you all go a little early today. You know, usually I have a big, long thing. But I'm going to go eat some fish. Some red snapper. All right, gang. Everybody, be good to your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I will catch you guys on the flippity flop. All right. Bye-bye.